what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Are you ready for this word? Come on now. You know, the interesting thing is I find a lot of people that are drawn to spirit-filled real talk are people that perhaps had to grow up too early and forget to have joy and to have playfulness is actually where it's at. You know, it's in Matthew 18.3 where it says, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So I know for me, particularly in the beginning of my relationship with God, there was a lot of reparenting happening. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. I spent all these years trying to be mature and responsible and do all the things that I'm supposed to do. And you're telling me that I can be who I am, which is full of wonder, full of excitement, full of joy and enthusiasm for life, right? So that was interesting for me to really learn and lean into. And I also feel a major part of my mission is to stir up the power within people to really help them tap into the best version of themselves and the life they are, are given, right? To really tap into the best version of life as they see it. Because I believe inherently that We are all born to have an amazing and successful life. Truly, we're God's workmanship, right? And he prepared and predestined this life for us, right? And the real power, right? Stirring up that power that I'm mentioning, that's coming from faith in God and faith in God's purpose and his workmanship operating in you and in your life. So I want to talk today about really how to lean in to this successful life, how to accelerate your way there, how to maybe clean up anything or even just address anything that might be keeping you out of that life. It's almost like you have God's hands tied behind his back. Just visually picture that. It's like God wants to give all of this to you, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if you're not using your faith, it's almost as if God's hands are tied behind his back and he can't lavish his goodness on you to the degree that he'd love to. So huge visual. Are you ready? Let's just dive into this. So the first thing that I want to highlight, I've got five things for you today that are very practical. And I'll back them with some word because it is spirit-filled real talk after all, right? So here it is. People in your life, think about this, think deeply, do an inventory as I say this. <laughs> People in your life are pulling you into destiny or pushing you further away from it. Holy mother. <laughs> I like to say, holy Moses, 
People in your life are pulling you into destiny or they are pushing you further from it. Check that out, okay? So do an inventory of your life. Are the people in your life pushing you, right, towards your destiny or are they pulling you further away from it? Ugh, hard truth, real truth, a truth that I wish that I would have really learned early on because that discernment is so valuable and it saves you so much time and distraction, right? So as you know, God predestined something for us, okay? But it is on us to live in accordance with what he's predestined. How do I know this? Well, in the beginning, (laughs) really though, like in the very beginning, (laughs) oh my God. Beginning being Genesis, okay, and specifically Genesis 1.28. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So we're predestined, right, to have dominion, to rule and reign, so to speak. However, if we're not aware that we're created for that, we often don't live like it. And if we have the wrong people around us helping us to stay small in some kind of way and not pushing us to this greater truth that I just highlighted to you, we won't see it, right? Because here's the thing. This is a huge one. This is a mic drop moment. So hopefully you're, you're paying attention. You can deserve better. 100%. You can deserve better. You might even know that you deserve better. Those words might have even come out of your mouth, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your self-care regimen, whether it's your finances. You can deserve better, but if you don't know better and do better, you might not ever get better. OMG, come on. You can deserve better, but if you don't know better, and if you don't do better, you might never get better. Meaning, you'll just perpetuate patterns that were handed over to you. Whether these are generational curses, whether this is patterns of dysfunction, whether this is trust issues, whether this is insecurity and fear, addiction, cycles, whatever it might be, you can deserve better. You might have even been exposed to better, praise God, right? But if you don't actually know it, know that you know, know and you're knower, <laughs> and actually do better, right? How many of you know? It's one thing to know. It's another thing entirely to do. But if you don't know and do better, you might not ever get better. And this is why I love truth tellers, messengers, mentors, coaches, teachers, all of that, because these folks really, if they're (laughs) spirit-led, can call you out with grace and guide you with wisdom into right action to help you really get to that better that is here for you. And there's nothing the enemy wants more than to make sure that you don't get there, okay? So in some degree, you've got to start rising up, right? Rise up and walk. That's a very biblical statement. Arise and shine. There's reasons why it's like, get out of this funk. Shake off the dust, okay? (laughs) Shake it off is not just a Taylor Swift song. That was in the word first, okay? Shake off the dust. These are all important because there's consequences if you don't do those things. 
You can stay in a comfort zone. You can repeat patterns as I'm highlighting. It can just get unhealthy real fast, all right? So number one, people in your life are pulling you into destiny or they're pushing you further away from it evaluate the people that you have in your life because sometimes there could be so many awesome things happening in your life but you can't enjoy it because of who you're connected to yeah okay sometimes that's what it feels like when it's you all right number two somewhat connected but this is really your inner yeah in a in a circle okay choose your friends intentionally Do these people have the same mind as you? Do they have the same heart as you? Are they pursuing a spirit-led life like you? Choose your friends intentionally, okay? You really wanna make sure that people in your life are sharpening you, all right? They're designed, as I mentioned in number one, to push you into your purpose, okay? So if they're not adding to you, they're likely weighing you down. All right. And you cannot do big things surrounded by small people. And sometimes you have to eliminate to accelerate. Right. That's why I'm just thinking visually of why your bag can only weigh so much to get on an airplane. They make you literally eliminate things out of your suitcase so that it's the right weight to go to your next destination. Okay, so what I don't mean here is that you just cut off or cancel people from your life because there are people that are divine assignments. There are people that are divine connections. There are people that you're called to minister to and people that are called to minister to you. But a lot of times we have people that are random to some degree and we get preoccupied with spending some of the best time, energy, resource with these people and we're not really getting anywhere, right? And you can't. You cannot do great things with mediocre people that bring nothing to your table. You need intentional people. So I'm talking about the people that you choose, okay? (laughs) The people that you choose to build and do life with, that is a choice. So are these people intentional, okay? Not everybody who needs you deserves you. And a lot of times what happens is is we're called to something big. We've got something great to do, but we spend all of our time, energy, and resource helping people that need us because somehow that fuels our ego. But all of that good stuff was never part of our assignment. And I'm not saying be a jerk, right? But I am saying pay attention to who you give access to, right? To how you enable patterns in your life, right? Because nobody likes to just being the go-to person. Nobody likes that to some degree, right? You don't want to just be useful, okay? Because the minute you can't be useful, watch the loyalty. That's what I gotta say with that. The minute you're not useful, watch the loyalty. So it's really important to be busy about your purpose so that you don't get caught up in unnecessary service. Be busy about your purpose so that you don't get caught up in unnecessary service. And I'm saying this as a recovered people pleaser, codependent, high achiever, okay? So I had a lot of things backward. I would give, right, out of a desire to give, out of a heart to give, right? But it was at my own detriment because I would never take care of myself. 
And I had no clue where my purpose was in the midst of that. So highlighting this, okay? Really what you got to do is you've got to listen to your Holy Spirit and listen to your Holy Spirit. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) listen to Holy Spirit for wisdom and discernment. So a great example of this is Abraham and Lot. This is a perfect example of how not everyone who needs you deserves you. Perfect example of this that can really explain it. Okay, so God (laughs) told Abraham to basically leave everything that he knew and bring no family, no friends with him and go to this place that God will show him, right? This is happening. But what does he do? He brings family. He brings Lot along with him. And one of the things, I mean, he encountered many problems from that. And he really had to fight a lot of battles that he would never have had to fight, which is, hello, a good piece of wisdom right there. But this is actually in Genesis 13, 14. The minute Abraham released Lot and just gave him land and just said, look, bro, I can't do this with you. So take what you want. I'm going to keep it moving, right? The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward, for all the land which you see, I will give it to you and to your descendants forever. Okay, and it goes on. But what I'm highlighting there is because Abraham did not listen to God and God's direction, God was silent until he did what God instructed him to do. And the minute he did it, God spoke to him again. Interesting. Sometimes we can even hinder the voice of God in our life when we're doing things our way and we're not listening and working and operating with radical obedience. Take these inspired actions. Don't question. Just do, you know? Not why, God, why, right? Just trust God. Trust that he is so much greater for you. And sometimes that's so hard because it takes us radically out of what has become so comfortable and so familiar. But do you want this amazing and successful life that God has planned for you? Or do you want comfort? Pause for Selah, right? (laughs) But for real, this is something that we all have to face. Okay, so choose your associates like your future depends on it because it does, because it does. Okay, distinguish between who you're called to minister to and who God has put into your life to minister to you. And you're going to know if God's put these people in your life to minister to you because they will energize you. They will inspire you. They will encourage you. They will build you up. You will feel better after encounters with them. Okay, it'll feel similar to encounters with God. You know, I leave encounters with God feeling so much better. Whatever was on my mind or my heart, God shifts that stuff, right? So the people that are meant to minister to you, it'll feel very, very similar. And the other ones will weigh you down. It'll be heavy. There'll be needs a lot and demands a lot that often pull you away from what you're called to be focusing on. Okay. Hopefully I drove that point home. Number three, stay inspired 
from within. Inspired actually means in spirit. So I believe living a spirit-led, spirit-filled life is the way to go. Honestly, put God at the center of your life and other things fall in line. Seek the kingdom first and all of these other things that we seem to get so obsessed with (laughs) will be added unto you. And it's really important because a lot of times when you come into connection with God to that degree where you're seeking the kingdom first, he will change desires in you that aren't of him, right? Sometimes we want things, the heart is deceitful, right? Sometimes we want things that are no good for us. So God can rewire you so that his desires become your desires and then he can fulfill them. Ugh, so good, okay? But when we're not living in the spirit, a lot of times what we do is we fulfill all these desires of the flesh. But the word says that it's impossible to do that when you're walking in the spirit. Now, do not allow your inspiration to be in the hands of other people. A lot of times when we are not secure in who we are, when we don't know who we are maybe, when we don't have confidence like we, we've had in former seasons, when we just feel vulnerable, right, in some kind of way, We look to other people to fill our cup. We look for inspiration to come from outside of us and completely deny that it's on us to stir up that gift within, to fan our flame, okay? It's on us at the end of the day. People can give us dose of awesome. (laughs) Doses of awesome every now and again are great, especially when they're confirming or affirming your divine encounters and the revelation that you're getting in your relationship with God, right? But if we put our inspiration in the power of other people, we will constantly be disappointed, okay? And really the difference between high achievers and non-achievers is this capacity to sustain inspiration. They know that they're not always going to feel inspired, but they can stir that up, okay? They can stay inspired because they can stir up Spirit. They can activate spirit, okay? So staying on course is being inspired from within. And I'm going to give you word. I'm going to give you word, okay? So this one is actually Proverbs 4, 23 through 25. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep correct talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. So this is about really guarding what get it gets into your heart because a lot of times that's what can prevent spirit from flowing. If we've got all this other junk on top of spirit, it's really hard to flow in the spirit. Okay. So how do you do that? Great question. You know the word of God, you speak the word of God, and you think the word of God, and you reject anything that contradicts the word. It says in Joshua 1.8, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. There's your formula, if there is one. It's this, Joshua 1.8, okay? So know the word of God for yourself. God has good news, okay? You don't have to use these heavy words like law and all of that, right? But there are laws of how things operate in the world, like gravity is a great example. 
But the book is good news. The promises are good news. It's leading you into this prosperous and successful life. These are keys. Promises are keys unlocking doors into these next places of promise for you, okay? But you don't know that if you're not in the word. You don't know that if you're not speaking life or if you're contradicting it by speaking less than. And you're going to know because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak, all right? So if you're storing up crap in your heart, you're going to see some crap in your life, okay? So know the word of God, speak the word of God, and think the word of God. Not sometimes, not when you feel like it, because if you waited on that, you'd probably never do it. But day and night, reject anything that contradicts it. And you're not going to be able to do that unless you're in it. Okay, so you could be believing and I know I was. That's one of the most crazy prayers that you can pray to God. Reveal any lies that I'm believing. Oh, Lord, get ready. (laughs) He will. But are you ready for that? All right. So you don't know that it's a lie until you know the truth. Mm. You don't know that it's a lie until you know the truth. So that's really, really important to study the truth so that you don't get tempted to believe all these lies and limit yourself, okay? Number four, never stop growing and producing. Never stop growing and producing. I know there was a season where, oh man, I was just like, it it felt heavy to be growing and producing. So if you're there, I can resonate with that. What really it was and how it all shifted for me was I had this false sense of responsibility. I thought that being responsible for not only my business, but the business of all these other people around me was what I was supposed to do. It's what I learned as a kid. I had to fill in all these gaps, right? So I grew to, to some degree, resent all this responsibility because it was heavy, okay? But I didn't realize that I was never designed to carry all that stuff. And that responsibility is just my ability to respond to what I'm called to. And when I knew that, I started setting some boundaries. (laughs) I raised my standards and I had some non-negotiables in my life, right? Because I want to be able to respond well to what I'm called to, to what I'm assigned to, to to where I am supposed to be operating and positioned right now. But I can't do that if I'm busy about all this other business and none of that's God's. Okay, so I started to really love growing and producing because this knowledge protected me. This knowledge freed me up, right? Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So I started tasting some freedom, okay? And once you start experiencing that, you can't forget it, right? So I wanted to tap into that more and more and more all the time. And how I do that is by growing and producing because you don't really know where you are until you see the fruit you're producing, all right? So... Think, here's another way to say this. There's no such thing as just going through life neutral, right? Like you're either in drive or you're going in reverse. You don't get anywhere in neutral and you don't go through life in neutral. You're either driving or you're going in reverse. So taking a look at your life, right? Where are you at? Growing believe it or not, is a personal choice. So if you're choosing growth, if you're choosing that you're not going to settle for mediocrity and you have people around you that are okay, you're probably not designed to build together because we are on a growth journey. We grow from strength to strength and from glory to glory, okay? But that is a personal choice. Not everybody does it. 
Not everybody is willing to pass the test. Not everybody is willing to look at some of these things that are going on with them that they need to address, right? Not everybody is willing to develop the skill that is required for them to rule and reign. There's a lot of training. There's a lot of preparation. And a lot of that is behind the scenes. Majority of that is behind the scenes. So when you don't grow, really what's happening is you're missing these appointments with destiny. Mm-hmm. You are. And here's the thing. Your potential must be expressed. I am not remembering in this moment who said this, but the greatest pain is having this untold story within right? It's all these beautiful testimonies that God has given you that you're not expressing. It's all this potential inside of you that you know that you are on this earth to work out and to express and to impact and influence with, right? But there's no pain like having that all built up inside of you and knowing, knowing, because you know that you're living beneath your potential. The worst. Ew. Just gross, right? But here it is. Luke 13, 7 through 9. So he said to the vineyard keeper, for three years, I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and have found none. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground, depleting the soil and blocking the sunlight? But he replied to him, let it alone, sir. Just one more year until I dig around it and put in fertilizer. And if it bears fruit after this, fine. But if not, cut it down. So sometimes... To really grow, we need the right fertilizer. (laughs) We need the right nurturing. We need the right training. We need the right development, okay? And it's really important wherever you are to just take a look at the fruit that you're producing because this can highlight where you're led to get more information. So whether that's healing, whether that's recovery, whether that's new insights and knowledge of the kingdom, let's say, you can go after those things when you can identify what they are. So what fruit are you producing? Recognize that you're never supposed to stop growing or producing, but it's really important to take a look at what you're producing. So I spent many years being busy about what I thought I should be doing (laughs) and having really no clue, right? Some who wander are lost, okay? I would argue that a lot that are wandering are. Right? And although I was achieving a lot and doing things that were wonderful, I did not like that I was racing, wasting time, energy, resource on things and really not getting anywhere, accomplishing a lot, but not getting anywhere. Ugh, just not a fun feeling. So what fruit are you producing? Is it godly fruit or is it different? Take a look. Number five. And lastly, follow people who are walking in your future. One of the best ways to accelerate your success and your process is to surround yourself with people who are already doing what is in your heart, what it is that you believe that you're called to do, okay? And you really obtain the grace that's on their life through serving them from not only surrounding yourself with them, but serving them, okay? And being humble and honoring what they carry. So I'll give you a few examples of this. One is from Hebrews 6.12. Hebrews 6.12. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what is promised. So who, right, are people in your life that have through faith and patience inherited 
what has been promised? Who have you seen walk this out? And how can you get close to them? Whether that's listening to their teaching, whether that's doing a training with them, whether it's investing in coaching with them or some sort of uh, counseling with them, how can you get under their leadership and their, their influence, right? How can you do that? Now, another one is Matthew 10, 41. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. So this is really a good way to highlight that more is caught (laughs) than is taught, right? So we don't always learn through education, particularly former education, what it is that we need to know, but a lot of it is caught through life and life experience. And so when you can get around people that are walking in your future version, this version of your best life, right, as you see it, then you can catch this grace, this anointing, this flow, right? Receive a prophet's reward if you honor them, right? And serve them and really walk humbly with them, right? So that is huge. Follow people who are walking in your future because a lot of that too, just being exposed to them or around them will challenge your thinking. It will challenge what's going on in your soul, right? And what you're using your will to do or what you're storing up in your heart or work that you still have an opportunity to do, okay? So another final point, know where your life is meeting a need in the lives of others. This is often a place as well where you're going to feel completely fulfilled in what you're doing. So how to know, really, this is how to know if you're in purpose, right? Is you know, you know that you know that your life is meeting a need in the lives of others and you're completely fulfilled in what you're doing. It energizes you. Yes, it's work, but it energizes you. And it there's this congruence, there's this convergence, there's this bringing together of your gifts, of the burden that is in your heart, of these desires of your heart. And God will bring that all together and assign your life to an area, to a need, where you can really have the most impact and influence. I call this a place of promise, right? So not only do you need to know your identity because that helps you make wise decisions, (laughs) different decisions, um, but you have to know your authority and that you're called to reign as I highlighted here in the beginning. And then the work is to clean up some of this stuff that I've highlighted and then really keep your eyes open for where you're designed to meet a need and when you feel completely fulfilled and watch how God is assigning you to an area. And I mean, there is nothing like it. And so that work is totally necessary and nothing is wasted. God takes everything and works it for good. So that's the encouragement I have if you feel like you're still not in your place of promise, if you're still not operating in your purpose, if you don't feel completely fulfilled in what you're doing, then don't give up. There could be some things to clean up and to literally prepare before you get there. I know there's been years, years where I thought this was the thing and then I thought this was the thing. God was like, no, I'm giving you all these tools and all these training because I'm bringing all these things together for you to do 
much greater than you dare ask, think, or imagine, right? Like, if it were up to me, I would just, like, plant myself in one place where I felt like I was meeting a need. (laughs) But God's like, no, 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 no. I've got more for you. And that's true for you, too. So my encouragement is take a look at the people in your life. Choose your friends intentionally. Stay inspired from within literally every day, right? You're not going to feel good every day, but you can get inspired every day. Never stop growing and producing. Find the next thing to learn to help you grow and help you produce, okay? God gives us everything that pertains to life and godliness. He will guide you to your next training, to your next teacher, to your next place of of growth. So pray about that if you don't know. And then follow people who are walking in your future and know that God has this place for you, that you're called to have an amazing and successful life, right? And you can stir up this power to really step into it. But there are some things that you've got to do. God's not just going to make it happen. So to just sit and wait for God to do the work, oftentimes God is waiting on you. (laughs) God longs to reveal his glory in you, but that happens as you partner with him. That happens as you take these inspired actions. That happens as you walk in obedience, right? Check out Abraham. In this instant, once you do what God is telling you to do, he he talks to you. He gives you a next step, right? And it can be a truly beautiful journey, but it's a choice. This kind of growth, this kind of maturing, walking out purpose is a choice, okay? And it's something that you rise into. It's not something that you force. It's something that you know. It's not something that you try, try, try to believe, Okay? So there's a lot of mind work, a lot of heart work, a lot of will work, (laughs) a lot of soul work to get your soul to submit to spirit, okay? And as you do that, you become more clear. You become more powerful. You become more faithful. The process is what builds your faith, all right? And then when you know that you know, that's usually when some really miraculous things happen. So friend, I hope this message blessed you. If you could use some good tools and teaching and training, I did put a lot into these books that are called God's Vibes Matter. There is a devotional to really help you lean in and develop that time with God and develop these divine encounters. There is a book called Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority because Lord knows I had no clue how to do that. I was not always walking with God. And then I also didn't know how to co-labor with God. I really knew that the world's way was not working for me, but I had no clue how to co-labor, to co-create, collaborate, however you want to say it, with God. And so I outlined that in another book as well. So those are really great resources if you want to just take some time and go through those. There is also a lot of great coaching services that I've put together And there is a self-mastery course that is included in them as well. So there's mega value. So I encourage you to go check that out. And if you just want to follow, you can do that over on Instagram at Miss Juliana Page. And if you haven't, subscribe to the channel. Follow this. You can do that over on YouTube as well. But make sure that you do that. I love seeing who this is blessing. All right, until next time, guys, stay blessed.